welcome to So This Is Love. My name's Aaron. And my name's Leslie. And this is episode 64. Episode 64. Yeah. Yeah, we're ahead of the game this time, I think. <laughs> Just a little. We're recording this uh, really, really early in the week. Yeah. Because we have been bad at We've been not. busy. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just busy. <laughs> Our lives have been full of things to it's do. It's borderline negligent. Yeah, because we haven't ever, we haven't even really had a date night. No. This has been the closest thing to date night for us weekly, like where it's like forced time together. <laughs> and I say forced no. because we're busy. Yeah, but it's not forced time. It's just like we we you talk about carving time out of your this uh-huh. is like chisel and hammer carving. <laughs> Because we need to get it done. <laughs> because we're committed to our podcast. Yes. It's going to happen every week. Yeah. Regardless if it comes out on like 1130 on Sunday. Yeah. That might be happening. <laughs> well, that did happen last week. <laughs> it wasn't that late, but it was still pretty. It was like 10 o'clock, I think. Yeah. yeah. But we're here. Yeah. So I didn't get to talk about anything on the last episode. What? <laughs> Because Class. you took over. It was like, take over by Aaron. No. Yes. Aaron had things to do. Aaron had things to do. Yeah. You also had things to say, too. Not a lot. You took over. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> so, I want to tell you about something cool I did. I think I mentioned it a couple episodes back, but I got to be a recipe tester. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got to be a recipe tester for... um a cookbook called The Heritage Cookbook. And um, it's by a guy named Russ. I don't remember his last name. Starts with a C. I'll tell you in a little bit. Russy. (laughs) Russ. Um, But it's, uh, he's the guy who has the domestic man. um, Domestic man? Yeah. Like he does. What? I think from what I understand, his story is like, he had like an autoimmune um, disease, and so he had to start eating differently, and so he, he domesticated himself. No, he didn't domesticate oh, okay. himself. I'm confused. Then. Um, he, you know, had to start eating differently, and it was it's he does like gluten free and paleo recipes, and he does them like they're inspired by like international and traditional like cuisines, and so but he makes them his own, and so he's got a new cookbook. Um, called the Heritage Cookbook coming uh-huh. out, and it was really cool because I did a little thing online, and it asks you all these questions about like basically your background and your origin, and so you know, of course, I put on Hispanic, right? Yeah. So I got an email back with three recipes to test, um, and one of them was mole verde. That was so good. And the other one was a tortilla española, mm-hmm. basically potato and eggs. What's that tortilla? It's torta. No, Isn't it's it? called the tortilla española. There's no tortilla in it. I know, but in Spain, that's what they call these. Tortillas españolas. So it's basically a quiche that has potato and egg in it. That's it. That's so weird. And the tradition is, like, you cook it and you can let it cool, and it's something you eat all day long. Mm. So it's a Spain thing. But the cool thing was it was all kind of Hispanic-y, you know. Um, I also have a recipe for a... Gluten-free artisan bread, which I didn't get to do, but I'm going to try to do this next week. Um, it has, like, potato flakes in it, which I'm interested in trying. That's... And um, I ordered everything. Like, I couldn't get I, I couldn't get the xanthan gum or the potato flakes, the Bob's Mill 
Potato, potato flakes, flakes in the store, so I ordered them through Amazon. Even at Gucci B. Even at Gucci B. Wow. Yeah. Well, and like everything that I put, like typed into Google to see if I could like replace it, had like mashed potato flakes, which I was like, not the same thing. I don't think that's the same thing. But everything I read made it sound like it was. But Bob's Red Mill doesn't have anything extra in it, which yeah. is why that's why she it continues it. to be gluten free and clean. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna try making that. But the mole verde. Came out so good. The, yeah, was, the, the green sauce. Yeah, and we still have sauce left, so I'm excited to use it this week because yeah. it's basically a salsa. Yeah. Um, and then the tortilla española was basically our breakfast because it was just potato and egg, and uh-huh. it's like potato sautéed with onion and garlic, and it's basically a quiche. Yeah, I think I would have liked it better if it if it were like the only thing that we ate. Oh yeah, but we also didn't eat anything until six p.m. like seven thirty today. So yeah, we had a long day. Yeah, we woke up kind of late, and yeah. so we ran out the door with a yogurt in our hands each. Yeah, and that was it. And we didn't eat anything while we were out because there was nothing on the meal plan where we were. And then we had to I go to been the fine <laughs> with the breakfast taco. No. Yeah, a breakfast taco and some tortillas. Not some, on the meal some plan. Some corn tortillas. Corn tortillas are on the meal plan. We Eggs are on the meal plan. And chorizo is on the meal but plan. But we don't have any money. I'm just saying it's we like $1.99. We're broke. It's $3. <laughs> we don't have $3. We had $3. We had to go grocery shopping. And so that's what we did. <laughs> After church, we went to, to the grocery store, came home, I put it away, and you went to sleep. Yeah. And I did too. For a I was just bit. ready to crawl into bed. It was a long day. It's been a really long weekend. Yeah. Um, we had the women's event, which was a, oh, which God. was really cool at our church. Um, I've been able to be a part of our women's ministry, and mm-hmm. that's been really cool. Like, um, with this team that we have, like they really take the events and run with them, and I really just kind of help with the background stuff. I led worship um, for this event, and that was fun. It, it was anxiety. Ridden, ridden for me, but it still went well, and I was like excited when when it happened, and so that was cool. Um, I don't do that very often because I, as much as I love to be a part of the worship team and I love to sing in front of people and lead people into worship, like leading a group is not my forte. <laughs> I feel I don't know. So huh. that's interesting. <laughs> but I know, right? As like I'm a firstborn and I'm bossy. Yeah. But I just, it's hard for me. I think it's because I don't know everything about instruments. Like, I know all the all the things about voice. Yeah. I don't play an instrument. Uh-huh. So when I get up there, basically I'm a band leader. And I have to make sure that things sound good and are, and I can pick out, like, I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound right. But I can't tell them how to play it. Like, Luckily, you were there, <laughs> and you could tell the guitar player, like, no, try this chord, or mm-hmm. do your fingering this way. Like, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Same thing with piano playing. Like, I don't know anything about that. So that is, um, for me, a negative in the music area. Well, I mean, some easy advice that I was given was ask questions. How did it sound here? Because <laughs> it, it felt... Did you feel like it was... Little, you ask questions because the 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 players... Should be able to, you know, figure that out. Yeah. You know, they should know, oh, I didn't play that right. And then they'll have the opportunity to tell you, yeah, I played that wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> um, and our piano player, she's an amazing piano player. Like, mm-hmm. she plays, she reads music. Um, but she's this a is, piano teacher. Yeah. And this was a new venture for her, though, because she wasn't playing, like, 
sheet music. She was playing chord progressions and doing arpeggios and stuff. Um, so it was different for her. She did so well. I was so proud of her. Yeah. And then a young guitar player. Um, she's like 17. She did a really good job too, she but did. she doesn't really play guitar. She sings, I think. Yeah. Um, mostly sings, but she did, she did an amazing job. And then, um, our, it's a good skill to have to be able to do both. Yeah. And I, I can't. So. She needs to. Yeah, she could. And that would be good. Yeah. I just want to encourage her to do that. So Leia, if you're listening, keep playing the guitar and singing. And the next time I hear you play, you should know how to bar the B minor. <laughs> so, but you know what I also did? You were re- reckless. I was what reckless you were. this past week. You were seriously reckless. In the kitchen. Yes. You burned your hand. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, really bad. Yeah. And then I cut the tip of you my finger. You almost sliced your finger off. <laughs> With the mandolin. Tip, if you ever use a mandolin... Make sure that you either use that little thing that has the pokey things in it that you can stick onto your vegetable that you're slicing. Which doesn't actually or like, that much. It didn't because I got through three potatoes without cutting myself. Yes, but you have to <laughs> let yourself let go of that last piece. To and be just okay throw it with throwing just it away. be okay. <laughs> just go into it knowing that very last <laughs> chunk is... Is lost unusable. <laughs> it's lost forever for well, that dish. It's because on the first three potatoes, I got down to the last piece and I went slowly. Uh huh. So then I was, and so I only had to get rid of a little piece. Uh-huh. The last potato went all the way through, and I was like, "Oh, I can do that slow," but it got stuck. Uh huh. And so, like, I had to press a little harder, no. and then that was when I cut my no. fingertip. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. So no, I've no. been I've been reckless. You just let it go. In the kitchen this week. You just let it go. Your your fingers skin <laughs> is is much more important than that but, last bit of a potato. But I feel like I had an accomplished week in oh the kitchen. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Battle scars are not a sign of accomplishment. Yeah, no, I don't know, but uh, I feel like I accomplished something. My food tasted good. It did. It was made with love. <laughs> Uh, we went to the gym more than one time this week. Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh, when are we going to go back to complete nutrition? Isn't that this week? Yes. Okay. We have to weigh in this week. Mm-hmm. But probably not till Thursday or Wednesday, whatever day you're off. I'm off on Tuesday. I know, but we can't go see the nutritionist until Wednesday. Okay. So you, we can weigh in on Tuesday, and then um, I have to go see the nutritionist on Wednesday. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um, what else? What about you? Um, again, this week has been really busy. We are like, we have, I don't know how many days left in the month and we're already past the goal that we set. Awesome. Um, and it's been, I mean, it's just one thing after another, like so many customers. That's great. It was just good. And like, we have a new hire and she's doing awesome. She's doing really well. I'd love to hire another person just like her. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was, I'm just really, because we, I mean, we kind of like told her to apply for the job. Mm-hmm. So whenever you do, like, you know, whenever you. When you know someone and yeah, you kind of encourage Whenever them. you refer someone yeah. or um, like support someone like that, it's always, you wonder how it's going to work out. Right. If it's going to be good or not. Right. Um, and I, I was just, I'm really happy that like it's That's been good. really good. I'm glad. Um. Oh, we had a conversation. Uh, who, who was it? It was, it was me and, and a couple. Oh, they were talking about 
bikes, bikes, bicycles. Oh yeah, bikes. Yeah, they were, but not just like, not just like mountain bikes or anything like that. They were talking about bikes that you spend thousands of dollars on. Oh okay, because they're bicyclists, they're cyclists. Who is this? Um, people from work. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Uh, Joey's brother. Mm -hmm. He he. I don't know if he. He's kind of in the community. I don't know if he has a bike yet, like a legit bike, but mm-hmm. he knows about him. Mm-hmm. And one of the other girls, she does like uh, triathletes or triathlons or uh-huh. whatever they're called. Um, and so they were talking about saving up money for a road bike or mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever they're called. And I I told him that's the, oh, because they were comparing two different manufacturing bikes. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this one. And this. And they were saying how that's comparing a, a Chevy to a Ford. Oh, okay. Because they're they're the same quality type, uh-huh. but you know, it's it's all about uh what's the word? Like how you feel about it. Okay. Um and I was like, you know, I have conversations like that, but about guitars. Oh yeah. And and Joey's brother, he he plays guitar also, so he got it. And we were talking about how um, you know, Martin and Taylor. Uh-huh. Right, you get your Martin guitars, you got your Taylor guitars, mm. uh, and I ended up telling them the story of when we bought my guitar. Oh yeah, and how? I mean, I I need a new one already. Hint, hint. You don't need a new. I guitar. do, I do. I need another one. Um, but so we went because my cousin was getting married, uh-huh. and they asked us to to sing at right. the wedding, and so I told my dad, "Hey, dad, I need a guitar." Oh, your guitar was dead. That's yeah. why it was Because it died. Yeah. I, I had a, a Takamini. Right. Right. A Jasmine Takamini. And, I mean, it was a nice guitar. It did really well, but it died. Right. Um, and I didn't have time to, like, Well, you weren't, the, you weren't the only one who played it. Like, everybody. All the high schoolers. All the high schoolers played it for band. Like, it got passed around. Yeah, it was it was a sad mm-hmm. guitar by the end of it. Yeah. And, and so I was like, hey, Dad, you know. You help me get a guitar, and we we went to Guitar Center. Mm-hmm. I was telling them that I was going in for a Taylor. Mm-hmm. I wanted a Taylor, and all the guitars I picked up and played were Taylors, and they were really nice. You know, they sounded really good. Mm-hmm. And I think you were the one who told me, "Why don't you just try out this, this yeah. Martin?" And it was pretty. That that's why I was like, "Oh, that's what well, that one's pretty." You're you should so funny. you should try playing that one. And I was like, "No, that's a Martin." I want a Martin. I want a Taylor. Um, but I mean, I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So I, I picked it up and tuned it, and we started playing the the song that we were going to do at the wedding, and yeah. we started singing it. And I look over, and my dad is like crying. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so we're buying this guitar, right? This is the guitar that we're buying. Um, and I mean, the story just like I haven't thought about that yeah. in years. I hadn't thought about the story in a long time, and I, I kind of got teary eyed. Uh-huh. I was like, "Okay, I'm done talking, you guys. Go." I'm done talking about my guitar yeah. <laughs> in that moment. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh. But it was good. Like, uh, I don't have Facebook, so it's it's like one of those throwback. Oh, the memories yeah. that on this on this day. <laughs> <laughs> but in IRL. Oh yeah, in, in real, real life. life. What? Don't just don't. <laughs> I felt really weird saying it. Yeah, IRL. You shouldn't have it's said so it. It's so stupid. It's I'm weird. sorry. I don't mean to like. It's just weird. Yeah, I don't mean to like throw shade or uh-huh. anything like that. You did, baby. You didn't mean to throw shade. You threw shade. Okay, and there was no shady about it. It was like that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. 
That was a nice. Sorry. Sorry, millennials. But not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do people actually talk like that? They do. They really do. Okay. I, I try not to, like, give them a hard time. We have a lot of millennials in our life, a lot yeah. of young young millennials. I try not to give them a hard time. Sometimes I can sit and have a conversation with them, and I just ask a lot of questions. I'm like, why do you do that? Why do you believe that? Mm-hmm. Why do you wear those pants? Why <laughs> Why do your clothes have all those holes in them? <laughs> I just well, ask questions. I, I try not to be rude about it, because I really want to know. The one thing we've talked about is that the '90s has come back. Oh yeah, I'm and- super cool with. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm cool with all the like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, but I, and I try, you know, like you said, I try to let it go. I try to just <laughs> let them be them, and you know, they'll right. grow up, and and it'll be good. Prayerfully, <laughs> <laughs> and, but. You know, sometimes you just, I mean, you can't, you have to. Like, a couple of weeks ago, we were at church, and um, no, no, where were we? Oh, we were at the gym, mm-hmm. and I drew a tic-tac-toe sign. Uh-huh. Um, not, not I, I drew a pound sign. Right. Is what I drew. And I looked at a 20-something-year-old, like a, she was 20, uh-huh. um, and asked her, what is that? And she said, it's a hashtag. <laughs> not a pound sign. Not a pound sign. It's a or a tic tac toe board. Not a tic- it was a hashtag, <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's a pound sign." <laughs> but that's okay. <sighs> but I mean, I told you that I had a conversation with. Uh, he's eighteen, okay. so he's 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 in the younger generation of. What what are these guys now? They're not millennials anymore. These, I don't know this this generation. Yeah, there was the. Is the millenn- it was XYZ and then the millennials or I have no idea. Anyway, I mean, not to say that thirty something year olds and forty year olds don't need these conversations either. Right. Because I mean we have our own baggage. Right. Um, but like we somebody had these conversations with us. Yeah. And we were better for it. What kind of conversation? That's what I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Um so I was telling you how I, I called one of the, the young men uh-huh. up to the stage where I was sitting and I asked him some questions uh-huh. because we were having, a, oh yeah, we had dinner mm-hmm. at Whataburger a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um, and he was very adamant about uh, this one thing that was kind of personal right. and another thing that was like just not important. Right. Just so weird. Just like, uh, I don't want to do that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, cause we were, we were getting ready to go watch the greatest showman mm-hmm. for for you, the third time at the movies, and for right. me, the second time. We haven't talked about The Greatest Showman. Yeah, we will. We, we will. will. <laughs> uh, and he was, because his mom is just like, she's seen it five times. No, she's seen it four times. I'm, or no, we've seen it the same amount of times. We've both seen it three times. Yeah. And and so his response and reaction was, I'm not going to watch it. I've already decided not to watch it until it comes out on DVD. And I was like, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to pay for it, we'll pay for you. You just come and watch it. Right, because we invited him to come with us. And he was like, no, 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 no. And we're like, okay, you know. And everybody was kind of giving him a hard time. So I was just, I had the question then, but I was like, no, no. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm just going to leave it alone because I don't want to do it in front of, like, I don't want to ask him in front of all these people and then put him on the spot. Like, he's already kind of, like, embarrassed. Right. Um, And so a week goes by, and I call him up on Friday, and I was like, hey. Because we were there at the church, and I was like, I have a question. I, oh, I said I have a, I have some questions, but really, it's just one question. Uh. And I asked him, you know, 
last when we were at Whataburger, you were very, very sure of yourself in these decisions that you'd make. Um, and you were sticking to those decisions. And that's cool. Yeah. But in that decision making process, where did God come into the equation? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I stopped talking and, and he looked at me and he, he, he kept looking at me. And then, you know, I, I wasn't saying anything. I was just waiting. Uh-huh. And he's like, I don't understand. Like, what are you talking? Like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you know, in the Bible, you know, and, and we, we've been taught, pray about all things, you know, talk to God about important things, talk to God about Little not things, important right? things, right? Um, because it's one personal thing that, that he, uh, and not that he had already decided, but he was being indecisive about it. Right. Like he hadn't decided when to right to do it yet, and I was like, <laughs> and he told me, you know, I'm a, I, I am a Christian. I was like, I have no doubt right. that you're a Christian. Like, I have no doubt whatsoever that you love God, that you want to serve God, and you want to do these good things. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one situation, in this one decision that you haven't made yet, did you talk to Jesus right about it? And he's like, no. I was like, I didn't think so. And in this decision, and, and, and like I said, you have this this deep decision, and then you mm-hmm. have this like kind of insignificant, silly, I don't want to go watch The Greatest Showman at the movies right. decision. I was like, did you talk to Jesus about that? <laughs> and he said no. And I said, I didn't think so. And so your whole thing was like, how can you make even, how can you make this huge decision and not talk to the Lord and not, and not talk to the Lord about this tiny little decision. So what about all the decisions you're making in, between. in your life? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get what you're saying. And it's it's more so than than making those decisions, it had to do with the level of I am completely convinced and sure of these decisions that yeah. I've made. Right. And he was so, so just like adamant. I'm not doing these things. Yeah. yeah. Just Adam and I was like, "Did you talk to Jesus about these decisions before you made them?" Yeah, because if you didn't, and I, I didn't think he had. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, "Then that's then you need to reconsider this. Mm-hmm. You need to reconsider like, right? All of and this. I, and and you know, like I know, I know you're just you're telling the story because it's important. I think mm-hmm. for all of us, yeah, you know, big decisions, little decisions. Like we, I actually had a conversation with someone today yeah. about them not wanting to do something because it meant having to do some other things all over again yeah. and, and just not wanting to have to experience that again, you know? And I was like, well, okay, you don't want to do that, but is this what God wants you to do? And she was like, at first she wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. And then as we continued our conversation and talked about some other things, I said again, like, so this sounds like something you don't want to do. Yeah. But it sounds like God wants you to do it. Uh-huh. And she was like, yeah. You know, because we often do that. We mm-hmm. take these, whether it's a little decision or a huge decision, yeah. and we make the decision based on how Our we feelings. feel and what we personally think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's good to have convictions. Yes. It's good to have convictions and be like, I'm not going to do this, mm-hmm. and I'm committed to not doing this, or I am going to do this, and I'm committed to doing yeah. this. It's good to have those things. But you also should consider mm-hmm. Jesus in these de- decisions, <laughs> you know? 
And sometimes you can pray and God doesn't necessarily answer, like speak loudly to no. you. But if, you know, and with something we've learned, if he's not saying no. And he's not saying yes. You go ahead and you take the steps through that door. Yeah. And if he wants to close it on your face, then he will. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> that's no problem. You right. know, that's, that's not a, not that it's not a big deal, but I mean, that's okay. That's mm-hmm. your answer. I mean, last week we had uh, Brother David on the podcast, mm-hmm. and he talked about that. He talked about how, um, you know, when God isn't saying yes and when God isn't saying no, he's waiting for you to make a move. Right. He's waiting for you to take action because um, it has, like the saying is, God helps those who help themselves. Right. Right. You have to do the work. Yes. And a lot of people get that twisted. Mm. They think... I'm just going to be in charge or I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do that. Well, no, it's not about you taking control or being in control. It's about you submitting to God. And when he hasn't given you a definite answer, you just take a step of faith Mm -hmm. and do something. Right. You either don't do it or you move forward in it. Um, And he, we, I mean, obviously we're talking about Mm -hmm. his relationship with his wife and um, you know, boy-girl relationships. Mm-hmm. And we, we've talked about it before in the podcast a long time ago, how I'd already, I don't know if I'd already decided that I loved you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like how that's a decision. <laughs> well, and that was something else that he talked about, like that you just know. And mm-hmm. those are great conversations to have because, yeah. you know, for those who have never known, Love, it's super frustrating to have that answer. Or even someone who thinks they've known love, and then when real love comes along, comes along, they're like, wait, that's not what I'm used to this looking like. Yeah, I know. You know? I love that he said when the right one comes along, because mm-hmm. it made me think of that song from oh, Nashville. Yeah. And I, I just I sang it in my head for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know. I knew that I loved you, but I didn't know if God wanted me to marry you. Mm-hmm. And and we had we talked about it before how he wasn't saying no and he wasn't saying like yes emphatically no emphatically yes so I was like okay well I'm gonna buy a ring right we're gonna move forward for him to do this can you imagine if God had said that to you on our second date oh I know <laughs> that that literally blew my mind and because people this is how they used to do things yeah. Yeah, I, I told you about... There was no playing games. There no. was no running around. There and then was six months later, they were married. Five. Five months? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, because in, in How I Met Your Mother, uh-huh. you know, he basically tells uh, the other character that he loves her. Mm-hmm. On their first date, on their second date, I don't know. Um, it's There's a blue instrument on the wall, a blue uh, French horn. Oh, yeah. And, and she... F- Completely flips out. She freaks out. She's like, why are you saying these things? But he just, he knew. Right. He knew. He knew. Um, and it took her, like, I mean, spoiler alert, this, this show's been out for a long time. <laughs> uh, it took her till they were, like, in their 40s. Yeah. Before it was like, yes, I love you, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> but back in the day, I mean, date number two, I love you, let's get married. Can you imagine? No. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I think because I'm 40. Yeah. Maybe maybe we're older? maybe you just get to a certain age and I mean, you know, they like brother David and sister Gloria got married really young. Yeah. 
Um, but I think she was still in high school. She was still in high school when they got married. Oh my goodness! And he was joining the military. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know if it's. I know it's because times have changed. Mm-hmm. And things have changed. The world has changed yeah. so much. Well, we drag our feet so much now mm-hmm. about everything. Yeah. About everything. And one of the other big changes when it ha- comes to relationships is the, is the actual level of commitment. Mm-hmm. The amount of work that you're actually willing to put into it. And that was one of the really cool things that he talked about that, you know, we've said before, marriage is hard. Right. It takes a lot of work. Um but he, uh, Brother David, talked about how most people are believe, not ready for that. Right. And most people think that marriage is a 50-50 relationship. Yeah. And he said, no, <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah. And that's why so many marriages end, because that's their belief system. 50 that 70%. It's, yeah. And, and he, you know, people believe that it's a 50-50 thing. No, you each have to put 100%, 100%. into this. Because if you don't, it's going to be over. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I was sitting here listening to him going, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, man. Um, we're going to see them again before they leave? Or? I don't know. They're leaving Tuesday. I think we should go Monday after the gym. I could, yeah. Yeah, because we've already recorded a podcast. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that this week. Yeah. <sighs> That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think I'm going through my menstrual. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's a little sensitive today. Oh, my gosh. Somebody got their feelings hurt a few times. Yeah. I was, it was uh, after the first service, because, I mean, for one thing, all I had to eat was a little thing <laughs> of Greek yogurt, which admittedly is not my favorite thing in the world. I know. And... And then I don't know what happened. You were you were busy um, doing. There was something was going on uh, with work. Yeah. With work. And then I was asking you a question um, about food because I'm starving. I didn't know you were even talking about food. That's how. <laughs> that's how in my work world I was. And and you were walking, and I was uh, away from me. And I was trying to like talk to you, and then you turned around and like you kind of snapped at me. I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Nothing." <laughs> it was a total your. Your reaction was a total me reaction. It was like we switched bodies for like a few seconds. And I was just like, no, 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 no. It's okay. So sorry to bother you. So sorry to have spoken to you at this moment. And then it was just downhill from there. Oh. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, nah, not feeling good emotionally uh-huh. um and then joey was being a little bit of a turd not like no more than normal <laughs> like if i wasn't already not feeling good emotionally i would have been fine i think uh-huh. um and he did i mean not that he had to salvage anything right. but like he, he it did turn out that he wasn't being that serious like uh-huh. he was just being his normal self uh-huh. But I was not. You were just taking my it normal, super self. personal. Yes. <laughs> um, and then another one of the guys was saying something. And I was just like, I don't. I the third service hadn't even started yet, and I was sitting in the sound booth uh, on the seat, and I was just like, I'm so hungry, but I just want to crawl into bed and be unconscious because <laughs> if I'm unconscious, nobody can hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm so sorry. <laughs> But I've been there and I've felt that. 
And so I texted some guys and I was like, I don't want a life right now. And they're like, why? What's going on? I was like, I just don't. And and you were you were kind of like asking me the same things. I was just like, I just don't right now. I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. So I, I let you. I want to be unconscious. So I let you be unconscious for a little over an hour. <laughs> And then I fed you. And then we ate. Yeah. And then we did this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I feel better. Good. But I still just want to be asleep. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Have you ever felt that way, you people out there? Because <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird feeling. I think it's weird for a man, but it's not weird for a woman. Like, we're used to it. Well. I'm used to being extra sensitive <laughs> and emotional. <laughs> Guys, I mean, for the most part, guys don't process their feelings a lot. So, I mean, when you are riddled with feelings, it's 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 strange. Mm. It's a strange emotion. Yeah. And I spent I've spent so much time just like, no, I don't want to feel things right now. That when you can't help it, because there was no helping it. Yeah. When you talked to me, no, like, there's nothing I could do. It was immediate. <laughs> It was like a I put bolt my of arms lightning. around you, and I was like, "Baby, what's wrong?" And you got kind of teary eyed, and I was uh, like, "Okay, <laughs> I love you. Go do what you need to do." I wasn't going to be able to do anything to fix it, so no. kissed you a few times and let you be on your way. Yeah, let me go run town. <laughs> Hmm. So, huh? We haven't talked about the greatest showman. Okay. We we got like ten minutes. <laughs> Go for it. So, spoiler alert! In case you haven't seen it, we probably are going to talk about what happens in this movie, but maybe we won't. Um, if you haven't seen it, Go watch it. You need to go watch it right now. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. Press pause. Go buy a ticket. <laughs> watch the movie and then come back. Yeah. Um. Even for people who aren't big music people or, like, guys that I wouldn't expect to like it because it was a musical, love yeah. it. Are really watching good. it more than once. Really good. And for those of you who who really love musicals and you're like, oh, my gosh, this person sounded terrible in that other movie that he was singing mm-hmm. in. No, like, everybody sounds good in this movie. Yeah, it was really good. I was super impressed with it. I'm not always impressed with musicals, mostly no. because... I have music background. Yeah. Um, and so, but I was, I was impressed with it. I was, yeah. I was impressed with the acting. I was impressed with the mm-hmm. singing. Um, and I was just like, wow. And I've seen it three times. <sighs> I would like to see it a few more times. Yes, please. Is that at the Donald movies yet? Not yet. Oh my gosh. No. But about the soundtrack, and you know what's weird? What? I've, I mean, I've only listened to the soundtrack like twice all the way through. Okay. Maybe three times all the uh-huh. way through. Um, but sometimes during the day at work, like I start humming songs, even though I hadn't yeah. listened to it that day. I was singing um, the the what, what the the what's that song? Um, the one that Zendaya and what's his face did together. Oh, the stars. We could no. rewrite the stars. Rewrite the stars. Yeah. yeah, I was singing that song as I was walking into church today, uh-huh. and Rihanna was like, "You're supposed to be singing Jesus music when you come in." <laughs> Not like, and she loves the movie, right? And I was like, "Jesus appreciates good music. <laughs> it's gonna be okay." 
Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, you need to go see it. It's really good. Hugh Jackman does a great job. You know, I... Zendaya does a great job. She really does. And she has a range. Yeah. Like, she sings super low, and then she sings super high. Zac Efron did a really good job, too. He hasn't sung in a long time. You know, I was... I had, like, I think maybe we've had a little bit of this conversation, um... About him, like that first High School Musical, he like didn't sing in he it. didn't do any singing in no, it. It was another guy. It so was, I was his lip syncing. I was like, "What?" Yeah, because he couldn't sing high enough. Oh, okay. They yeah. wanted him to have this super high rate, like high um, songs, high mm-hmm. notes, and yeah. he just he couldn't do it. So he actually worked on it for the second and third movies, right. and that's when he sang on him. Yeah. And then the girl who sang This Is Me, um, Kayla Settle. Oh, my gosh. She's a Broadway singer. She killed it. Yeah. She killed that song. Yeah, it was awesome. Super awesome. It's just, we Because in, in this part of the movie, there's this epic song, which is really cool. Um, there's this opera singer who comes in, and she's not really an opera singer. Well, and the, the actress, it's not her singing. No, it's no. somebody else. It's somebody from The Voice who sings that song for her. No. Yeah. That lady isn't singing? No, that's why she makes it look so hard. All, I mean, except for that that song's a hard song to sing. Yeah. Like, we heard somebody on Facebook on singing YouTube. it yeah, earlier today. And it wasn't terrible, um, but it just make it, it's a hard song to sing. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't tried to sing it. Not mm-hmm. like, I've sung it in the car or whatever, but I haven't tried to, like, sing it. Yeah. And it... They make look, it look hard. It looks hard. Yeah. And I'm like, don't even want to attempt it, you know? <laughs> but that song, um, the Never Enough is what yeah, it's called. Never Enough. And it's, oh my gosh, it's so it's such a powerful moment. I mean, the the cinematography and everything, mm-hmm. it, it looks really good. Um, and yeah, she's you can see that she's like not that she's overseeing, but she makes it not look easy. Right. Um, As someone who is a singer, yeah. it shouldn't look like that. Yeah, it, it should look easy. <laughs> yeah. Um and and that's again like a little bit more impressive, right. but it was just a great like moment and mm-hmm. followed up by this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that! Mm-hmm. And then Kiara Settle comes in with this song, um, and she plays the the bearded woman, mm-hmm. and so good. Mm-hmm. It's just a powerful song. It's a really good message. Yeah, um, you know, Christian, non Christian, like this is about. Standing up for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, yeah, we're all imperfect people. We mm-hmm. all make mistakes. But people get down on themselves a lot. And and they can take it to depression. Mm-hmm. And But this is like, no, like, I have accepted myself. I know the things that I need to work on. Um, but I'm I'm going to try to be strong. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, I've listened to that song over and over. <laughs> over and over. I love... The song itself is good, but I love watching them yes. sing it. You know, well, we've seen I've seen it three times now. So even just putting on the soundtrack, I know exactly what's happening. Yeah, like everything, like I can picture it as I'm listening to it. <laughs> yeah. I love the part where they're like, "We are warriors." Oh yeah, and then they start like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I know you can't see that, but we just did part of the dance. <laughs> like at the same time, that was hilarious. Yeah, um, such a good song, and you know what. I am not a fan of Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. At all. We've had this discussion with many of my girlfriends who don't like you for saying that. I do. And they, <laughs> I mean, they people love Hugh Jackman. I mean, mm-hmm. and our friends, they're just like, Hugh Jackman is the best. He's not. Right. He's not. <laughs> uh, but it's not his fault that I feel that way. It's, right. it's the X-Men series. Like, they yeah. just 
overdid Wolverine so much that I got sick and tired. It's like when my little brother uh, just ate, breathed, and slept Beatles when mm. I was a kid. I was just done with them. Mm. I like them. I appreciate them. The Beatles now. Mm-hmm. But back then, I mean, I could have burned their <laughs> CDs and been totally fine. Um, but Hugh Jackman, I'm just, I'm not a fan. Um, and he did Les Mis, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he's not an opera singer. Mm. But in this movie, they're not trying to sing like opera singers. Well, Les Mis isn't an opera. Yeah, it it's is. Musical. It's musical. It's, it's just like an opera. No, it's a musical. Well, he still doesn't sound great. <laughs> Um, and in this one, it's it's this is more like even though it's a, a period piece, mm-hmm. it it the the music of it is still modern, right? Modern kind of phrasing, modern right notes and stuff. Um, a lot of kind of spoken singing, yes. Uh, and so I I thought he just did a really good job with it. Zach Efron too, yeah. That was a good, you know. It was good. I just felt like they all did so well together. Yeah. They played well off of each other. They they were a tight and cast. Michelle Williams. Yeah. They were we a tight didn't even cast. recognize her. Like nothing seemed awkward. You know, like sometimes yeah. you watch a movie and actors and actresses, they're just not tight. There's yeah. no like real chemistry. Mm-hmm. Everyone had chemistry. Yeah, they all played well off of They each just other. did so well. And so, again, if you have not seen the movie... Go and watch it. Stop right now and go watch <laughs> it. Also, buy the soundtrack on iTunes. Oh, man. Totally worth 10 bucks. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And um, I, I, have, I know two... Again, this is our opinion. Yeah. I think our opinion is a good opinion, but... <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, some people are like... I don't know. I've just been seeing a lot of stuff on Facebook where, you know, people are talking about what they think and they don't state, this is my opinion. This is not the hard fact truth. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is my opinion. Yeah. This is not the, like, all the world believes it. No, this is just what we believe and this is how we feel about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And we're usually right, so. Wow. (laughs) I mean, it's true, but so. Wow. So that is the end of episode 64. That's right. Yay. We're getting close to 100. Yeah. We only have like, what, 30 something more? 36? Yeah. So before this year is up, we will have done 100 episodes. Yeah. We need to be planning a party soon. I know. Well, I mean, we want to kind of do a, a not a round table, but we want to have... Table talk kind of thing. Table talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just without the, the tap, tap, tap. Yeah, no tapping on the table, please. <laughs> uh, but then we want to have like a party kind yeah. of deal um, on the other one. I don't know what we'll do, but it'll be fun. I'm sure you'll figure something out. Yeah. What do you mean I will? I'm not in charge of this podcast. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> no, you I'm basically not. said that in the last episode. <laughs> That's not true. You're in charge of the oh, podcast. No, no. Wait, I believe what you said was... I took over. You did take over. If somebody's <laughs> taking over, they're not in charge. The other person is. No, baby. Yeah. What I meant by you taking over That's what is you that said. it was no longer a 50-50 podcast. Well, it's it not was... a 50-50 podcast, <laughs> Leslie. It's a 100-100 podcast. Well, you were taking my 100 <laughs> with you. <laughs> anyway, so if you'd like to send us an email, we would love to hear from you. 
I would love to hear from you. You would. I would. So you can send us an email at so this is love at yahoo.com. And if you send us an email, I will read your email on the air. And um, and we'll talk about that, make that a part of our podcast. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at So This Is Love Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at So This Is Love Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at So This Is Love 10. Yeah. yeah. And if you happen to be listening on iTunes, please rate and review us. Uh, give us those five stars. Because <laughs> those are always nice. They make you feel good. Yeah. Um, I want chocolate. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We hope you have a great week. We love you. Bye.